You're rich, the other kids would say to Ali in school. My mam says your dad is a millionaire. She would get flustered, drop her school books or her bag or her lunchbox, her face aflame. Being wealthy is wasted on someone like Ali. We passed the sculpture of a naked woman draped against one of the stone pillars on the porch, her belly bloated and full. Apparently it's of Karen when she was pregnant, something Ali denies, of course. I still can't believe you have your own swimming pool, Maggie says as Ali opens the front door. Mom's idea, Ali says, leading us through the reception area. It looks like a lobby in a posh hotel, with a Waterford crystal chandelier and what Karen informed us is a Persian rug on the stripped wooden floorboards. It was embarrassingly expensive, girls, she told us, but I just had to have it. I close the door of the bathroom behind me, the swimming togs Ali has given me in my hands. It's in its packaging, Melissa Obadash, scrawled across the front, the price tag still attached. More money than cents, my mother's voice says in my head. I run my hand over the wallpaper, embossed magnolia with gold flowers etched on it. There's a freestanding bath with gold claw feet, the toilet paper folded into a point by Magda, the housekeeper, a Veda hand wash and hand cream by the deep cream sink, the taps plated in gold. There's an antique dresser painted in cream, a selection of perfume bottles on top. Coco Mademoiselle perfume. I've wanted that one for ages. But you'll have to wait until Christmas, Mam told me, or save up your own money for it, Emma. I spray a little on my wrists. They won't even notice. I open my school bag. It's not like they can't afford it. And I stuff it in so quickly I barely even notice myself doing it, so it's like I didn't do anything at all. I stand up straight, staring at myself in the mirror. I am beautiful. I mouth the words of my reflection. That is something Ali's money can't buy. We walk through the new sauna, Ali opening a wooden door into a long, narrow gazebo, closed in on all sides with frosted glass. What the? She steps back, ignoring my hiss as she crushes my toes beneath her feet. Inside, there's a photographer standing on a step going down into the pool, up to his calves in water, his camera clicking as Karen swims towards him. He backs up the steps, almost knocking over a skeletal woman with peroxide blonde hair who is sorting through a rail of bikinis, each one smaller than the next. Karen, never breaking eye contact with the camera, emerges from the water, her chestnut hair slicked back off her angular, fine-boned face. She is completely naked. Mom! Ali screams, and the spell is broken, everyone turning to stare at us. Oh my God, Ali, you scared me. What's wrong with you? You're... you're not wearing any clothes. Calm, darling. Karen drawls. A mousy-looking girl in shorts and white converse darts out from behind the rail of clothes and hands Karen a fluffy white towel. I have a bikini on. She pulls at the fabric. See? It's just flesh-coloured. Mom! Ali's lip starts quivering. What are you doing? 
I thought we... Oh, sweetie, Karen says, don't be like that. This shoot is for a different magazine. She gestures at the assistant to get her something to drink. The girl rushes over to the desk, running the length of the clothes rail, laden down with snacks and bottles, and brings Karen a Diet Coke with a straw in it, holding it out for her to sip from. Hi, girls! Karen disappears behind a freestanding room divider, slapping the wet nude bikini over the top as the stylist hands her a silver suit. She steps out from behind the screen, her perfect body barely covered by the one piece. The stylist moves around her with a mouthful of clamps, adjusting the material to make sure the fit is right. Jamie, how is Leanne? She's fine. We haven't seen her at Yoga Lattes in ages. I was... My mother is fine.